Thursday, the world will end. This is what's known as a poop sandwich. So live it up while you can with the premiere of You, Me, and the Apocalypse on NBC. Rob Lowe, Will and Grace's Megan Mullally, and Jenna Fisher from The Office star in the new comedy critics are calling Uproariously Funny, one of the year's most entertaining shows. Rob Lowe, Megan Mullally, and Jenna Fisher return to NBC in You, Me, and the Apocalypse. Thursday on NBC. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Who is that? We're looking at some know. random picture of a girl on that screen. I think it's Emmy. It, it might be. I told Mark, I so. our engineer, to pull up uh, some beautiful pictures of women Ooh. for me to stare at while we do this <laughs> show. Awesome. She is. She's sexy. Girl mm. is sexy. She is. Shameless fans, welcome back. Another shameless after show. A That's good right. episode. A jaw-dropping mm. episode. I dropped my jaw like maybe five times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, called Going Once, Going Twice. Mm-hmm. And it, it did. It, it ended in a uh, a bit of a heartbreak, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, a lot to talk about, so let's just start right off the bat. We've got Carl and Nick, the infamous Nick that doesn't speak, and we finally heard what his voice sounded mm-hmm. like. JJ, I know you have some strong feeling about this. Go, girl. I do. Extremely disappointed with this. I feel like, I mean, last week I think my question was, what do you guys think are going to be his first words? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I thought with that kind of buildup, I wanted it to be like an epic situation, like a really funny situation and just, I don't know, you know, funny words, something. But I just thought, now to just have him start talking and uh, his first words were this one. It was like, oh Yeah. I just Completely agreed. Yeah. And I was just like... Oh, okay. Yeah, they built him up so much over the weeks. And you don't understand nothing. the bond between a guy and a bike. <laughs> no, you just don't. Well, like, tell me about it, I then, mean, Phil. Listen, I remember. I remember you'd go down the street and if someone have something new, and you'd think like in the back of your pocket you had a new bouncy ball. You'd be like, "Oh, cool!" And then you got stu- <laughs> you got shown up. So I understand his need for a bike. Um, and again, his it sounds like his dad. Like, if you really think about it, yes, no, it wasn't funny, but at the same time, if you kind of really step back and listen to a story of him and the, and the father, that's, that's a sad story. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it definitely was still a little funny to me, like, the ridiculousness of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I remember loving my bike as a kid and like playing in the neighborhoods and stuff. If kids even do that anymore, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Bouncy balls, I think those are out. Yeah, we, we just gotta get to know Nick a little bit. Like, um, um, have you guys seen Adam's Family Values? No. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry, Sorry, we just ruined that. Jo- <laughs> okay, the, one of the reasons it ties this back is because Joan Cusack's in that movie mm. and, uh, she's given a presentation to the Adams Family and she's like, I wanted a Malibu Barbie for Christmas, and what did they get me? And they, and I don't know, whatever it was. And then I was like, 
They had to go. And there's there she's doing a slideshow next picture of the the whole house on fire with the parents killed. <laughs> she really wanted to have about so, it. So like it it made me laugh in that way because I have such strong affection towards that movie and then to hear Nick say like, Yeah, he took my bike. So I killed him. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was serious. But he got his bike. And Carl's mm-hmm. kind of just going on a spending spree again. He's got this money to just blow, and he's saving up for a car now. Um, he's trying to buy Dominique a bike, which she actually mm-hmm. accepts after she mm-hmm. turns down the mink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about Carl and all of this, like, attempts to still be her, you know, daddy, I think he calls it himself? <laughs> I, I'll start. Let's start. You started, JJ. I mean, I enjoy. Like, I liked the his fantasy scene where he's imagining himself with the wheels, and you know, she's pimped out in the in the pink mink. Right. And the, so I, I like seeing those kind of things. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how long. How much longer? Right. That was my next question. How long do you think <laughs> this is going to last? Because eventually, something with the guns has to happen. Ah, it has to. Well, I like that he has aspirations, and, and uh, obviously Frank's egging him on. So, you know, I, I, I think, I, you know, I, I used to think that this was all going to be about Carl becoming a better person. At this point, I don't know that he is. I don't think there's any saving Carl, and I think he actually will find success in the underworld, and it'll just be funny to watch. Yeah. And, and, that, mm-hmm. and you know what? I think he'll get away with it, Um, you know, or he'll get... Stabbed by a black gang. Yeah, well, uh, or Chucky, or Chucky, or the neo Nazis. I love that she yeah. colored his <laughs> swastika in because that was that was going to be just tough to watch yeah. him like, go out in public like that. But I, I don't know if I see a storyline with Chucky anymore. Like if he can, if he's going to last in the family, or whether he's kind of just back for a funny little. Yeah, there's too much flip. going on. Right, right now, I, yeah. where we don't we don't really need him. Obviously, you know they're probably setting up something down the line, but certainly right now it's just not necessary. Yeah, there is a yeah. lot to handle right now. I mean, we've got Ian and the firefighters, Lip and Helene. Um, you know, Kevin and Giannis, the bar. I mean, mm-hmm. all things we need to touch on tonight. It's just it's a lot going on right now, uh, which I kind of enjoyed. I said while we were watching the show that there was. A lot that happened, and I like that because I don't like feeling like the stories are kind of dragging, mm-hmm. or there's a you know a little bit of a a pause yeah. in what's happening. Well, I also you know before we, we did have a slight pause in talking about things last week. We, <laughs> we understand. Did. We're sorry, but we, Steve is so yeah, funny. Yeah. We we thought we'd give you something different, and in hindsight, yes, maybe we should have talked about the episode a little bit more. But right. I mean, come it's, on, Billy Macy yeah. and Pink. Purple underwear? Come on. Yeah, those, you can't get though that kind of information you know anywhere else and I, from Steve. Right, and I think it's really funny for us and you know you guys as fans to see that he is extremely similar to his character. Oh, absolutely. Which I found like hilarious and kind of fascinating that like he was literally like, I don't need to act. Like it's just it is what it is. To- yeah, I totally agree. I was. I think the biggest most. What am I trying to say here? The, the <laughs> interview we've had where the person, the real life person was the closest to the character ever. The, yeah. You know, agreed. usually there's something different or, you know, they don't act like them at all. But yeah, it just felt like we were sitting with Kev, mm-hmm. you know? And it was hard because it sounds like he really doesn't watch the shows much. Um, but so he's like knowledgeable enough. To, yeah, well, for sure. I mean, he knows obviously the behind the scenes and they, they know the storyline enough. But like, 
it's happened a couple times even last season where they're, they're like, you know what, I kind of just read my script and read my lines and do my parts and like, that's it. Like, it is a job to them whereas we're so invested, everyone is so invested and which is why I you think guys he found that funny. About- I think he found that funny and he kept jabbing towards that. Yeah. And he made it fun. Speaking of which, I, I know a couple of weeks ago we promised you we'd have some Bill Macy clips so we have those from, from an interview so we'll play that towards the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. So, Just giving you the 411, kids. <laughs> Okay, perfect. So um, another fun part of today's episode was the public restroom. Have you guys ever been to a speakeasy? Because there's a couple here in L.A. I've been to one. <sighs> there's one that's like... It's called Good Times at Davy Wayne's. Is that, Have you ever oh, been no, to that no, one? I wanna, no, there's one downtown where I know you push like a bookshelf. Fun. And then it, it's like a Cuban place, though, I think. And then it turns... I haven't been. I just heard about it. But, and then it opens and then there's this big... Oh, rest, yeah. Bar inside. But. Well, this one, Good Times at Davy Wayne's, is in Hollywood. And you walk through a refrigerator. To get in. So fairly similar to, you know, this concept where they have mm-hmm. to flush the toilet and walk through the urinal. The urinal opens the door. I yeah. like the bar. I like the number one and number two drinks. <laughs> and it would be a bar I would definitely go what to. What drink would you get? Ooh, number number one. <laughs> number two so, looks a little too thick for me. Looks a bit like shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'd definitely probably go with the number one. I, I, I enjoyed this. I mean, if you look at it from that perspective, it's so easy to, uh, you just have to make two drinks. Yeah, working there would be great. And they're 15 yeah. bucks. Yeah. I mean, they're just doing a killing mm-hmm. over yeah. there. And they serve tapas. <laughs> Which is not to be confused with topless. I'm still hearing topless. <laughs> that was flashless. Now yeah. do it. Yeah, that was great that she was like, sit down, have a beer. Yeah. And like, Boom. There are the titties. There are the tatties. Yeah, I mean, she, there was your brief nudity, Phil. There, there was, there was. Um, I mean, you know, in terms of the storyline, the, the fact that the, the, sh- the shittiest bar is kind of going downhill and, you know, when, when she hears that it can't be, um, that there's no coming back from this. I, you know, it's something that we didn't quite hit on more in the episode. We just leave it at that. Um, but yeah, I'm really nervous because especially now Svetlana is splitting her time and she's so great in that regard. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the regular, cause you would think that the regulars would come back, at least hopefully, you know, at least them, not the hipsters are gone, but they're not. Right. So. Well, and maybe that is what happens that they all, you know, now know that they're not coming back so they can go back to their, to their regular bar but it is funny how they're playing off these hipsters because mm-hmm. it's kind of, it is how it is like they find the next cool thing and then it's cool for a while until the next cool thing come, <laughs> comes around and then you know she just you just hop around from mm-hmm. place to place but I did kind of get the feeling that uh, the alibi may you guys want the coolest stop. thing in the world right this nothing to do with shameless look up rebel bingo Rebel it's our bingo. little secret, us and the fans. Rebel Bingo. It's gotten a little bit big, Rebel but it's bingo. like Fight Club meets Bingo. bingo? Wow, I'm a huge Bingo fan. Like this is this is definitely high stakes Bingo with old people. Like that's my favorite. There's no old people here. Oh, well, okay, that's even more fun. Have you I'm ever gone to Drag Queen Bingo? No. Hilarious. Uh, Rebel Bingo. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. I think you're a rebel for going to what, what? old people bingo. Yes, that's it. <laughs> they have like I, I promise I'll get back on topic. They have 16 <laughs> cards. They've spent a lot of money to be there, and like the lady that I sat to sat next to last time had like a ton of cards and won almost a thousand dollars in one game. Like it's don't demand it. Don't let money. the people think that rebel bingo is not cool because you're. Old people bingo is cool. I'm not saying no, that at all. Not. I still go. Oh, it is because if you win a thousand dollars, you're like I don't care what yeah, age you are. <laughs> All right, all right. I don't care if your dentures fall out next to me. I'm winning the money. All right. Yeah. So, but... There you have it. Back to the bar. (laughs) 
back to the bar. I don't yeah. even know what how that bingo came up. Yeah, you know, well, it came out because I was <laughs> recommending a cool yeah. place. I was trying to be honest with our fans. Um, yeah, I'm, again, there's not too much to say in terms of where it's going. It's all speculation, and that's that's part of the problem is that we're still in early territory, so not too much has developed. You know, they're still they're still throwing things out, and then you know we just got to see into the future of how it's going to play out. Do you think uh, her name was Georgia? Correct, the lady that owned um, the public restroom. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was Georgia. So. Do you think she'll come into play, helping V and Kev maybe open something else or like kind of reface reface the alibi? I think she might be done with her, but I think she gave V ideas like to, some things to think about. So I think V is going to be the one that's like changing. Tra- yeah, ch- going to change things up somehow. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's also one of those tough things. I mean, I don't think she's coming back. She's got so many businesses. Why does she need Kevin V? Um, and the fact that the, the biggest problem is that she can open up a new one and go to a new location, whereas these guys can only stick to the alibi, and they have to reinvent that. They can rename it, rebrand it, but the location is always going to be the same. Right. So, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, you know, a f- fun part of the episode today was finally seeing Ian meet some new people yeah. get out of his shell a little bit um bring some possibly, cookies you know yeah yeah distribute his cookies um you know and maybe a new love interest you know starts here they weren't fudge cookies right fudge cookies they <laughs> <laughs> a little on the nose bad 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 okay well they weren't being like you know they were being pretty obvious about uh everything the hose calling packing. them hose yeah hose uh, pullers pullers yes that's it <laughs> Which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, well, when's the next gay shift? Like, they, I mean, straight up, like, there's a gay shift yeah. and they all work together. Just another shameless, you know, shameless group of people. Um, but yeah, a couple of the guys are already kind of talking to him. He, the one that he was going that was obviously interested in is married and has two children. Yeah. Do you think he's breaking that relationship up eventually? You know, it would lead into the Helene territory. So if they are, I don't want to see it. I'd prefer yeah. him and, and the sculptor. Me too. I think that's... Gorgeous sculpture, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. I was, But I was bummed because I was hoping when we saw the firefighter last week that this was going to be his new love interest. So I'm, Now, I'm do you think it's a love interest at all or do you think he ends up finding a career? You know, it's a bit of a mix between what he wanted to do kind of with the army and being someone that's saving people and helping people, but it's not a way and it's not, you know, it's somewhere where he can still kind of control his, you know, disease and all that kind of stuff. And he can be gay. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. he can be gay, yeah. and it's accepted exactly. <laughs> I saw it as that, like he's finally, you know, because he tried. We had the whole scenes with him last week with um, Luke that you know he definitely didn't fit into that college scene, and I think he just doesn't fit in at home anymore. And with uh, Fiona, so I think this was where he's like, and I think there's part of the chaos, like when the sirens are going off and everybody's running around and rushing around, that like organized chaos. But that I think fits is intriguing to him, and like fits totally with his personality. Agree. I kind of see too now that they're gonna be you know out of the house. Maybe it's a place for him to even begin to live, mm-hmm. you know, stay at the oh, yeah. uh, at the, the fire hall. time there. Do we do we think he's going to pull like a fire prank and um, but only like notify uh, you know a couple the gay of squad? The, the gay squad or just a couple of the guys just to like hey mm-hmm. I, I, there might be a possible fire can you send a patrol to investigate. <laughs> No. And then there he is, like, he's like with a ah! candle on his... <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like a birthday cake. 
He blows down. You were going to say Sorry. candle on his dick. Where's yeah. <laughs> it was coming. <laughs> there you go. We're in sync. <laughs> That's totally fine, but I'm not in sync with both of you right now. That's okay. Um... <laughs> No, Phil, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> that's what uh, I would do. No, I, I, I think he's going to go to the sculptor's studio by the airport. That is the staff. worst direction in the world. But it's by the airport. <laughs> right. Just yeah, come right. by. It's by the airport. <laughs> but you know that next episode, he's going to find it out. <laughs> I know he will, but... Just be uh, driving around. <laughs> oh, that must be it. Yes. Or it'll like literally be called like the studio. I mean, I get it, but it's it just, honestly, it's one of those TV pet peeves is like, okay, can you give actual information? I know for screen time, you guys don't have the, the, the amount of time that you need, but like, by the airport. Oh, right. Okay, good to know. Yeah, if you were like after bus studios, it's like, by that one corner where there's that like, well-known liquor store. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, sure. Got it. You guys got it. In America. <laughs> In America, right. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with, with Ian. I think, uh, you know, last episode it was pretty pretty random. I wasn't expecting it, so I'm excited to see something new for him because his storyline was so good with Mickey. It mm-hmm. was so strong. We loved seeing it every week. It was something that you looked forward to, and he hasn't really had anything since. Yeah. Like, there was never... When he was having problems with his mom and everything was going crazy, I was like, I can't even watch this. I just want there to be something, like, good for him. So... Hopefully this is it. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that's it. Will he be torn because of Mickey? Because he did kind of make that promise, you know, and whether or not we see him, uh, that's been debated, I know, a lot by fans. And um, so it's just kind of one of those things. If he does pursue something, is he going to feel guilty in any way? You're shaking your head. No, I kind of think the same. I got the sense when he left the jail that he was over it. It was a half like promise. A, yeah, it wasn't the same... Because yeah. Mickey even said, you know, lie to me if you have to. Like, yeah. for him to get through it. it, he just... Hmm. Yeah. And we found out his sentence was for eight years, that that episode. So, I mean, it's a long time to ask somebody to just hang out. Yeah. I think maybe, like, after after this next relationship, then maybe he'll go back questioning it. But I kind of feel like he's going to jump into the next one and not feel too guilty. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Love comes and goes on these shows. It sure does. Oh, man. <laughs> Specifically with Fiona, but we'll get to her later. <laughs> um, a relationship that ends tonight, guys, in a, in a very dramatic, dramatic fashion. Didn't see that one coming. Kev and Giannis. Mm-mm. Good old yeah. Giannis bonfire. I mean, Steve did tell us that there were going to be plenty. It gets heated. He said it gets very yeah. heated. I mean, I... I I was expecting a I fight. Thought a house, well, I, I thought something was going to go on, be burnt up, but I thought, house, a car, or like, you know, I didn't think him. <laughs> wow. That was a, one of the jaw-dropping moments for me, and I eventually started laughing because yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on? Well, when he just stands way far back and, and he's just going like, in a circle. Blows. It's like, that's all he did. He had a moment there where he could have tried to run there and, like, knock the stuff off or do something. He was just like, help! But yeah. At that point, I don't think anything... I did like the technique. Um, obviously, he's been torn about this for the longest time. When he finally confesses, we stay on him specifically. And the words they chose to give him of, like, you know, I think this is, just, you know, it, through this, we're going to really strengthen our relationship. I'm glad we got through this. And the fact that we don't see Anna's yeah. face for the entire time, and then, then the next thing, we just hear a lighter, and then we cut to him. You know <laughs> where it's yeah. going after that. Um, except for the whole him on fire thing. 
and he was just spinning in a circle because uh-huh. of his wheelchair. It was just like he just kept going and going. Oh man, I loved Kev, Kev's line. Um, he was like, "Oh, it feels so good to get this off my chest. It feels like I'm taking a thousand pound shit." Yeah, oh, yeah. I loved that. I like that one too. So honest. <laughs> he is. He's very honest. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I didn't expect that. He just stood there like. Is he going to leave him in the street, yeah. burnt to a crisp? I mean, like, what's going to happen now? I think Kev's going to be the type of guy. He's going to feel very guilty about this. But also, I mean, it's smart because it kind of ends this yeah. in, in from a writing perspective nicely. Because once Giannis knew, those kids weren't safe. You knew yeah. Giannis was going to light his house on fire. Right, yeah. right. And that, that's what V feared from day one. So <laughs> it, it, it worked out. <laughs> for V. For V. Yeah, I enjoyed the, the story arc. Like, yeah, I think it ended at a good time because you don't want. To, I mean, how long do we want to sit there and hear him? No, we didn't need to see him get hurt again and like, be yeah. like, yeah. yeah. So keeps the lesbians happy. Like, well, I was just gonna say, do you think the lesbians are gonna like? I could see them now bringing over like a fruit basket just to thank Kevin. Yeah. Oh, not and, that they know though that it's him, but and it does present a rather. Um, Strange opportunity for the Gallaghers oh. to move across <gasps> the street. Phil, we good one, good were one. you we holding that this whole night? Because we were kind of talking beforehand, but we try not to talk about it too much. I don't, we don't tell wanna... you guys my thoughts. Oh, you sly dog! You sly dog! You guys talk about planes <laughs> falling. I'm like, yeah, whatever. That was a serious yeah. story that I shared. No, I know I care about it in the moment, <laughs> just not right now. Just okay. not during the show. Agreed. There was a plane crash near my house. That's what we're talking about. But <laughs> it was very traumatizing. It was. It, was. it, it really was. But if you want to know we more about it. that, you can ask me on YouTube, and I'll tell you. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. I, you know. So we we have a house across the street, possibly going. You know. I like that idea. I like and you those know what? Thoughts. They now, can clean it up. Yeah. Could be and you threaten the lesbians of like, hey, do you want another Giannis, or you want to know you want to have a family that you know you can trust. Help us put a down payment on this thing. That's good thing. Good thinking. Uh huh. Yep. I like that. So I would like to know your, uh, you know, your opinions, your thoughts on this, because that's a great place to like, you know, guess, see your predictions. You guys have been commenting along a lot, which is awesome. We love it. We all read mm-hmm. them and they're fun. Yeah. Very fun. So keep commenting mm. and subscribe to us on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Deb and Frank, I want to talk about them. Don't see Frank, you know, we haven't seen him do too many crazy things this season besides being a cancer concierge, which right up his alley. Uh, he continues that, that profession a bit today, but in a, in a different sense where he's trying to find Deb a husband that is going to die so that she can inherit his apartment and or life savings. I mean, you know, it's, it's not unheard of. Typically, it's usually the woman that gets called the gold digger, mm-hmm. not the guy. But you know not what? Her the, dad. That's why you have the. You know, sometimes a father knows best. I actually, you know, I'm, <laughs> believe it or not, I'm in agreement with Frank. Debs needs something right now. <laughs> yes, Did this she is. Need Hal nine thousand or whatever. Though? That's you know exactly what? who she needs. Hal nine thousand was a great candidate. Okay. He was like, just the hair, the creepy hair. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, I, at that point. Here's the thing. I don't know what, like, the terms and conditions are of what has to be done, but you know what? Maybe just once is enough, and that's what gets the harp stopped. You take one for the team. Once as in she's going to have sex with him once and stop his heart. Yes. It'll be that erotic. <laughs> 
I don't see that being very erotic. Not for her. <laughs> for him. He's, yeah, he's in, yeah. Yeah, but he, yeah, you're right. He could definitely take his last, last breath. The only thing is, this is he's tough. He's not getting an erection. The only thing that this is tough is that she's not 18. So she can yeah, say what she lying. wants, but legally yeah. on paperwork, we need to figure this out. Maybe that's what happens. She goes through this whole thing. This guy ends up somehow liking her, falling for her, finds out she's sick. What is she? 15, 14, 15, somewhere 15. in that age. Well, isn't it? Uh, close your eyes if you, or ears if you don't want to hear the preview. But the, it isn't. Um, he's he. They kind of have a thing, and the wife kicks him out. Right? Isn't that the thing? I didn't even see that. No. Did you just make I that up? I didn't see that either. No. Because cause she, <laughs> she she opens the door to the shower, and there he is. And she's like, oops. Oh, well, it's not like anything I haven't seen before. And then... and then I, th- we'll I thought she... I just assumed she was talking about, like, another guy's penis. Well, she was, but that's why, you know, she's yeah. flirting with him. Right, but... I, but when did you well, see the wife kick her out? Yeah. Moments after that, like, she's like, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I think um, we'll replay. We gotta watch it again. Yeah, God, I yeah. I literally may have blacked out during that scene because I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't either. Oh huh. well, that's, that's my theory anyway. Thing. If it didn't happen mm-hmm. in the preview, so okay. Well, if it didn't, you can become a writer. Maybe they might need somebody new. <laughs> I don't know. If I would I would take every cliche imaginable. I, I would be right. the world's worst writer. Yeah, I could never write this show. They're they're so smart. Um, so yeah, I don't. Do you actually think Deb's going to have this baby? That's still my question. Do you think they're going through with this entire storyline and she's going to have a child? I, I say yes. I think so, too. Because I think we're getting, I mean... It's almost like, how can you have two babies along, and like, not have them both born? Here's the thing. It's yeah, I, it, What I've realized about the show and kind of most shows in general is that having the having an abortion actually is an easy way out. It's it, it, For this show, it would be lazy writing. You know, and whether or not they know what's going to happen after she has the baby, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But the, it, it does obviously it makes it harder. And then by having to write yourself out of that, that that's what makes good writing. So we'll, I, you know, that's my gut. I, I, you know, yeah, I think it's hard for her to have, you know, to do the abortion now. Now that we've seen like the scene with the ultrasound, and she's like, oh, there's the face, and right. I, I feel like if it was going to happen, it would have happened that before. Yeah, it's just hard for me to picture, like, the future of the show if she does, because it's almost like, how long are they going to drag the cycle out of, like, them taking care of, you know, little kids and not having money and then somebody taking care of somebody else? And, I mean, it's literally the entire show is them taking care of their own family. And it's fun and it's entertaining, but it's like, how long can they do that for? You'd be surprised. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, shame. Their Californication went for a long time. It was pretty much, you know, similar. True. Similar in that sense of like you'd think, like, how are they gonna? What are they gonna add to this? And that's part of you know, I I realized about this show is that I used to think that there was gonna be some sort of uplifting thing to this all, that there would be some moral code, and you know, here's how to get out out of poverty, and no. Right. It's just, you know, it, it it makes you wonder, but it also doesn't pass judgment on anything. And, yeah. you know, if if you, you want to get out of the cycle, it's really going to be up to you. Yeah. But this, this won't give you that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that insightful thought. Yeah, exactly. But I needed an answer. No. 
no, it's that's a, why it's we look. But, but that's why we look. You know, in many ways, we look to movies. Um, I grew up mostly on movies as a kid, and so they would all be nice and wrapped up. And like that's why I joked about. You know, there, there's so many like loves in this entire thing. But a movie, you get like one love, and it works out great. In a 90 minute rom com, they're getting married, this mm-hmm. and that. Yeah. But with TV shows, like. That happens, and then a new thing happens. And no, it doesn't. And it rocked my world for a little bit. <laughs> so just saying. It's a whole different thing. It's life. Life isn't so happy. You're right. Yeah. It's not. And um, something that made me extremely unhappy today, in, in today's episode, was freaking Helene. Mm-hmm. That little slut. Yeah. Totally agree. Why do you guys say that? Why you guys... You guys She's have been not. Kind of... I just... Ugh, why, why? Why we hate her? Or why I call her? Yeah, why, uh, uh, both. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I understand the slot part. Yeah, she's just crazy. But I was, for some reason, so touched and like so invested in her little monologue while she was staring at Lip and seeing Lip's face so vulnerable and like, like he was almost going to say that he loves her, and then for her to just be like, you know, nothing like a good bottle of wine to make me talk nonsense. I was just like. F you. Like, yeah. no. I was, I don't know. It made me so mad because that's one relationship for some reason I would like to see, like, I would like to see them together. Isn't it just the protective mechanism, though? Well, sure, Definitely. but, like, get over yourself. Yeah. You're, uh, you know, a grown woman. Just say what you want. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I had the same reaction this episode, but I do think it is her mechanism. So I still have hope that maybe things will come around and she'll, you know change her ways because I I agree I love seeing because I think it's always been we've been questioning what that relationship was and then there's the husband and all this weirdness and so this monologue this time I love to finally have a moment where we saw like some of her realness and like a real relationship here and then yeah yeah and I mean they finally saw a little bit more of each other and you know in real life because usually it's just sex and it's just you know some random talk about school and all that kind of stuff but going on this conference and seeing her get totally embarrassed by that, you know, that guy in the crowd. It's a whole other side of her that we haven't seen mm-hmm. as fans and he hasn't seen, you know, as as her partner. And it was just different. I just, mm-hmm. you know, liked seeing that side of those two. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I liked that speech. I thought it was really well written. Um, and I, th- I thought the acting was absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, and you guys, I look at it, I, I understand you guys' sentiment. I look at it more from lip, uh, because I'm a guy and I can relate to that and like, yeah, that sucks. Cause he's, he has invested a lot of time mm-hmm. into this, you know, they both like- obviously have. Um, and I, you know, uh, he's given up, um, the other girl, um, that he used to have and that was, Amanda. yeah, and, and she's, Who is back. The bitch is back. Well, rightfully so. I mean, she she has a right to be upset because, you know, I, I, and in many ways you can call Lip kind of an opportunist. He takes whatever opportunities there are and exploits them. And, and Amanda was just really great. I mean, the fact that they bonded um, her father and him. That was that I thought would be developed way more. And then yeah. and then here comes this woman who's older and things like that. And um, it's. You know, it's one of those things where she didn't necessarily force herself onto him. Yeah, she made signals and indications, but he's the one who initiated it in uh, in her office hours or whatever in her office. Um, sure. So 
yeah, I blame him as much as I blame her as well. But I, but I also feel for both of them. Yeah, so I, I mean, yeah, I don't really know what to expect since she does have a husband. Maybe that's why she just doesn't want to give herself any more um, or lead him on in any way. But now that, you know, now that Amanda's back, I don't know how that's going to go either because they tease us a little bit in the, you know, in the credits and she says something like, um, you know, something to the sense that she was hurt. So how does it feel to get hurt? What do you think that's about? Uh, Maybe someone didn't get someone a bidet. <laughs> I would be really upset if which, no by the way, got me a bidet. It's the world's worst gift. It's like saying your asshole smells, so you <laughs> need this. I like I said though, I think it would be amazing to have a fresh asshole all the time. Yeah, but it's it's one thing if you get it you for yourself. You take a, a poop and then you're just fresh. I get right? that, but it's one thing if you get it for yourself versus if someone's like, <laughs> you need this. Happy birthday! Here's a bidet. <laughs> I'm telling you, the warm that the the rim is warm is the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> Sit down. You just have it's a nice. heated, heated butt. Uh huh. All right, Read the paper. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that's what you read the paper when you're yes. on the toilet. Yeah, sitting there for like a half an hour. No, I do leave my phone. It is the one. It's the one time <laughs> where you can really kind of just. It's kind of my. I tend to routine. call my parents when I'm on the toilet because I just feel like it's free time. <laughs> so I'm like, hey guys, they're like, what are you doing? I'm taking a shit. <laughs> Hi, Joni. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. I actually think uh, something with the the hurting, you know, Amanda hurting him is uh, something to do with her dad and an internship or something in that field where he she's going to f- totally fuck lip over with a job or something. See, I thought it was maybe that maybe Helene, it's off. And so then he says things are over with her, and, but he's hurt by it. Oh, uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, do you, do you think he's going to be the one to end it? Because obviously, I think she's totally fine with continuing this fling. Or, obviously, if she, it could go that way, or if she actually does have feelings and she's like, you know what, um, I this was a fling and you know what, I found somebody else. Because that was his worry and the reason why he punched her son in the first yeah. place. Right. Uh, so, which indicates that he obviously has strong feelings for her. Because you don't, sure, a guy yeah. doesn't just punch for someone sure. if they don't care about the girl. For sure. Uh I don't know. I, um, I I don't see him ending it, but I do see him bringing it up and it yeah. becoming a fight. But yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't really see her ending it either. Like with what you said, she just totally brushed it over and is kind of pretending nothing happened. Yeah, I but she can get any guy. I could see she, yeah, him yeah, for if, sure. if, if she can if she keeps acting like she was at the end. I mean, just like she had a suitcase packed by his bed, like everything already. You know, to wake up to that. Like I feel like if she keeps kind of that cold now, distant. Uh, attitude towards him that he would maybe walk away and just be done with it. Yeah, and Lip's not he, Lip's not one to, um, you know, he obviously obviously has emotions for her, but I don't I don't think he's like the the love puppy child that's going to just follow this woman around for the rest of her life. You know, he he's very uh, reptilian in the sense that that's why like his first instinct is to punch a guy. So in this instinct, if if right. like a woman upsets him. He knows, and I think he knows in the back of his mind, he can get another girl, and, and that's going to be part of his tactic to try to upset that person, in this case, Helene. Yeah. Or he'll have Ian sleep mm. with the husband. I don't know. 
That would be a turn of events. Oof. I don't yeah. want to see that one. <laughs> I do think the husband's gay, though. Yeah. I think that was a good good prediction someone made. I could, yeah. I just could see that. So. Okay, well, at the moment of the hour, the, uh, the auction. Fiona, the auction, Sean, the ring... Uh, coming up with the money. Carl has it. They won't use it. I mean, it's like... Sean being a killer. Sean killed a guy. <laughs> you know what? Okay. I give him credit for being honest because, as yeah. you said, like, you know, my NA, um, they said that I would need to be honest and that's what we're on my last relationship. And so, I, I, you know, it wasn't easy for him, but he did it. And, you know, it's not like last time where he's saying, I did drugs. Like, this is this is all in the past way past um, and obviously it torments him to this day and it is important information for Fiona to know perhaps maybe yes she could have learned it a little bit sooner but you know obviously he told her now instead of it would have been far worse to find out had they been living together yeah and when is it a good time to really bring up that you killed a guy yeah. <laughs> you know it's Pillow not talk. like hey nice to meet you I killed a guy yeah. just so you just so you know you know, in the bedroom. You know what we did right here? I killed that in the bedroom. And uh, speaking of killing, that would <laughs> imagine that. Dude. That would be a terrible segue. <laughs> like in the bedroom, no. And then you'd be like, "Get off of me, you creepy killer rapist!" <laughs> Not that I liked that he killed somebody, but I liked that. It, that um, because I was good start. I was. About to, when he had the look when she mentioned moving in together, and I was like, oh, that's not good. So then I was about to be like, oh no, no more Sean, because if he's scared now for her to move in, like this, this, there's something, like, right. Yeah, I was, I was exciting with Fiona on that decision to be like, eh, I don't know about this one now. So right. I, I liked that it was something big enough that yes, that would definitely, he has, it may legitimize his fears and what that look meant. So I liked that. Yeah, unlike with Gus. Even though they might be moving fast, uh, at least he is, you know, they, they know each other pretty well. And obviously there's that difference. Like they have known each other way longer than Gus mm-hmm. and, and uh, Fiona. But these are just things. And that's why, like, the, the world's worst decision last year was to get married. Um, so, you know, these are things that you got, only time can give you. How about the ring that was worth $7,000 yeah. and she took 1900 that was killing me inside. I know. Go to another place. Get a few more opinions. Killing me. I mean, that's how bad, bad they need the money. She got it. She sold this ring. And they yeah. don't even win the house in the auction. Yeah, that was... Is she going to go buy it back now with the money she has? I mean, it's like, it'll be gone. I, I thought... I you're buying it back. <laughs> I thought... Because I, I, they had the shots of Nick and Carl kind of putting down, slapping down people's hands. So I thought something would kind of happened along with that where they would actually get the house and, and yeah. Nick and Carl would be successful and yeah. and so even though they didn't take the money from Carl the drug money and or whatever money obviously no it's gun money but yeah. uh, but at least they would have like it would have been a whole Gallagher um, fiesta of just everyone doing their bit right right and the couple that bought the house seemed so nice and like put together it's like yeah you're not you're buying this house you don't actually want this house but I guess well, it's the up-and-coming yeah. neighborhood next to the lesbians mm-hmm. who... Uh, the Lisas, excuse me. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, you know, I don't know. Steve Howey mm-hmm. told me, said, the Lisas last week. <laughs> I kept playing the lesbians, and he was like, the two Lisas. Well, they're both. Right. So it's the lesbians. That's what they call them on, on the show. Uh, well, certainly not that. Not- <laughs> 
I was like, not Kevin on the, on the show. He doesn't call him that. Right, no, but, right, right. Um, you know, I were you? I know you guys were kind of worried as soon as like Fiona heard the fact that she could start to get these loans. I did. Yeah, I said, yeah. uh oh, she has never had a credit card. She doesn't have any credit, which worked out, you know, amazingly in her favor. But now she's got this $100,000 loan that they're going to blow and not be able to pay back. It's the only thing I can think. I just can't see them being smart enough mm-hmm. to just give the loan back now that they don't have the house or they're going to use it to buy another house. Yeah, I mean, they still need a house of right. sorts. Right. Um, so, uh, and, and I don't think you can use that money for rent, certainly. Because yeah, that's not collateral. So. You know what I mean? Like, right. the whole part of the more is that they Right, can, they have something that the bank owns. Yeah. Correct. So, yeah, it, it's, you know, right now, Fiona's been much, much, much better, right? Uh, except for the whole getting mm-hmm. the pregnant thing. and <laughs> But apart from and that... And the she, whole, no, she's like, letting the people live in her backyard and... You know, I think she kind of deals with the most important things first. Like, she she knows that's not the best thing, and then eventually she'll put a stop to that. But right now, there, there's not even a house necessarily for them to live in. So, right. also, uh, speaking of that, right, so because because she did have that appointment, and yes, it took a backseat to saving the house. Um, the abortion appointment. Mm-hmm. The abortion appointment. Yes. How is this going to continue? Because she's doing a lot of drinking, she's doing a lot of smoking. <laughs> And, you know, I, I feel like it's the the longer she doesn't have the abortion, the higher the chance of her having it, even though she says she doesn't want to have it. I was yeah. thinking the same exact thing when she's sitting on the couch and I thought, well, she pushed the appointment back again. Yet she's sitting there having a beer. Like, is she going to have this? You know, she's going to have the baby keeps... with fetal alcohol syndrome. Yeah. That's I mean, 200 bucks a month. <laughs> right. And if it has a uh, club foot. <laughs> Gets an extra 400 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't want her to have the baby. I don't either. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just... It's not saying I agree with abortion. I just don't want Fiona to have a child. So... I don't either. I want her to get a successful relationship. And I want him to have some time just, like, together. And for time for her to, like, not be raising people, you know, to just have some time to live her life right. a little bit. Yeah, I think... Well, not I, even that. I just don't... She's not responsible enough to have... I mean, as much as she has taken care of these kids, most of the kids have been old enough to handle some things on their own. They would go to school themselves. They would, you know, lips in college. Ian would roam around with whoever. Like, it wasn't... It was never like having a newborn. She does have, um, you know, the littlest... Liam. Liam, the little guy. Mm-hmm. But we just don't even see that relationship. You know, it's not something that they play up her with, with him. I want to see mm-hmm. Liam. We don't even know if he goes to school. Yeah, I mean, we don't know, you know, we don't. Yeah. We've seen him eating breakfast like once this season, you know. it's So to me, I just haven't seen that relationship with Fiona to be able to feel like she would be a, a good mother at this point. I'm glad. I'm glad they brought uh, Patrick back. You know, because last time we did speculate, oh, how are they getting evicted? And, and I, I stupidly said oh, we've seen that storyline before, uh, and, and obviously we kind of have. But it goes back to uh, Patrick and, and the cousin and Aunt Ginger mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. And so you know, we had to kind of go down our memory right. bank of like, oh, what what is this? Um, and then uh, you know, we remember they they struck that deal. So uh, I'm I'm glad they brought that back, and, and I wish we got to speculate on it. A little bit more last week, and 
you know. But <laughs> right. Good old Patrick taking advantage of them. You know, well, my credit shit. I got sixty grand. I got the Blackhawks season tickets. What right. do I care? <laughs> right. Not my house. I don't need to live in it. Sure, and totally dissing mm-hmm. her family in the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the Gallagher way. It is. It is the Gallagher way. Unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know. I know we're all sighing. It like it was an exhausting it was. episode. It's it heavy. is. It is. Very it's heavy. A, it, it is. It was. It's it, only going to get heavier before it gets good. They sure. always kind of do that to us. Yeah, right. but but I'm yeah. glad no more Jimmy Steve. What's yeah. his last? Whatever his Jack 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 Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Steve Jack. I'm not even going to comment. He was my favorite. He was my favorite too. <laughs> but I'm, I'm with but you. he turned out to be a dick. He left. He, right. he left. Oh, as but a now dick. she's with a heroin slash murder heroin. At least he's honest. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I love him. He's hot, but like I don't know, there was something about that first relationship that was. I agree. I love them together, but I have to admit, after after, after the fourth name, well, I was yeah, like, it, okay, it, she can't. She exactly, can't. It, it, got to, it got to be a lot. If she stayed with him, you're like Fiona, you dumbass. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. All right, predictions. Um, Should we play? Do you want to play um, the clips of? Yeah, we can play some Billy? clips. We can play some Billy clips. All right. So I teased a couple weeks ago for those of you who watch regularly um, that um, William H Macy appeared on Maria's Maria Menounos's Serious XM show Conversations with Maria <laughs> daily, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time, so that's 1 p.m. Eastern. And uh, so I kind of got to sneak in on the interview and be part of it. Lucky so, duck. That's mm-hmm. right. Well, you know, part of it, it, it was it was selfish, but it was a st- strategic because I knew if I got him to like me, then he'd come here and do it this way. And so we are working on that. Woo. And you know what? If all goes well, we'll be playing charades with him at his house. Woo. So what my ultimate hope is. <laughs> I would die. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, so th- there's uh, so speaking of the pregnancies and the abortions, we have a clip um, him talking about abortion and then uh, his kids. So Mark, if you will go ahead and play that clip. Which clip am I playing? The proud of <laughs> sex and shameless. That's right. All right, just wanted to make sure. The part with sex and shameless. <laughs> Storyline this season. I remember something about um, uh, there was a pregnancy scare or something, oh, or yeah. or someone is pregnant. Yeah, Phil, um, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there's the do- there's the youngest daughter Debbie, Debbie, and then there's also Fiona right now. She's we, two have aired, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, they're both pregnant, and I love the way we deal with it. I love the way we deal with sex, anyway. I like that there's so much of it. So much of it is matter of fact. It's romantic sometimes. Sometimes so romantic. it's kind of ugly. But mostly it's just sort of matter of fact, which I think is realistic. I think it's good mm-hmm. for America to see sex. Like I love that. this next question yeah. from Maria. Teen sex. There's all this sex. I thought the phones would light up. I thought that we would get in so much trouble. No. Wow. Because it's re- it exists. It exists. You but know. does teen sex scare you with teen daughters? Oh, my God, yes. I don't want them having sex until after they've had children. (laughs) All right, you can pause it right there. You can pause it right there. Um, So, yeah, you know. (laughs) Love that comment. He's just, he's a fast, witty guy. Mm -hmm. He is. And he's an honest guy. He is. You guys, uh, can they find that clip if they want to hear the whole clip on um, SoundCloud? So the, the yeah, the, the, so these clips are up on SoundCloud. Um, you, you know what? If you go to conversationswithmaria.com, you, you can get these clips there to listen to the full episode. You do have to subscribe to Sears. However, they have like a 30 day trial. 
So I recommend just getting the 30-day trial at the <laughs> very least. And then after that, you know, if you still want to keep the subscription, yeah. by all means, do it. But at least for 30 days, you get to have it for free. Sure. And he, he does. He makes a really funny comment about his daughter's, you know, future boyfriends or whatever. If they walk into his house with a baseball cap on, he's going to lose it. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because a lot of dads are kind of like that. Like, it's a disrespectful thing to have a hat on, like wearing a hat to dinner. You know, it's just, it's very... um you know, it's very fun to see him talking about his his real life family. So it is yes. worth yeah. it's worth listening to finding. Speaking of that, uh, again, there's so many great nuggets, but uh, we'll play one more. So this is where he's talking about uh, the fellow cast members because you know we've all talked about how they're so close, right? Um, and especially Shinola, she would always kind of break it down for us. And not that they aren't, but it's interesting how kind of Bill explains it. So uh, Jonathan, if you will hit that clip. Tell me about working with Emmy and everybody. Is that are you guys just like such a family at this point? Uh, reality is imitated art. I'm not close with them except <laughs> on the set. They hang out together mm-hmm. a lot. They are also half my age. <laughs> Jeremy's birthday was coming, and they said, "Do you want to come to his birthday party?" I said, "Yeah." And they said, "Really?" I said, "What do you? That hurt my feelings." <laughs> of course, I want to. Yes, I'm coming to the birthday party. And then they called me the day before and said, it's in Santa Monica. You're like, hell no. God. I said, okay, okay. What time? 11.30. I said, who goes to a birthday? 11.30 at night. I said, the party starts at 11.30 at night? (laughs) No, I wouldn't have gone either. There you go. Who goes out at 11.30? It's not New York. Thanks, John. It's not New York. New York places are open until 4. I happened to be out really late the other night, and all of a sudden the bar was closed, and I was like, I'm not used to this. I went to school where it was closed at 4, and New York it's closed at 4. That's where I'm from. But yeah, 1130 is late out here. When I first did an internship in New York, coming from Nebraska, I got there like, well, take her out for work. You know, take her out this Friday. She's sure with the city. So I was like, okay, I'll go out with these people. And they're like, yeah, meet at our place at 11. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> like in Nebraska, the bars were done at 1, 2. So I was like, yeah, we're going to be out for like two way. hours, you know? Yeah. And then when I moved here, I expected LA to be like New York and be out up till 4. But nope, shut, shut down. Yeah, man. Well, Bill does get crazy with charades. Um, you know, we talked about... What? God. Oh. Hello. Bill, Bill, are you there? Bill, you trying yeah. to... Calling in. Calling in, yeah. Come <laughs> on the line. Uh, no, and he loves that. And so, uh, you know... But that starts probably at like 6 p.m. and goes till about 9 p.m., you know? Right. Doesn't uh, doesn't get... And by the way, what I loved is he's like, yeah, charades is just kind of like the thing, so that way we, I can... It's an excuse to drink. <laughs> So there you go. If I Life had lessons. A chance oh. to drink with Bill right? Macy, and I would say, "Can I call you Bill?" <laughs> he, he prefers Bill. Okay, perfect. Because mm. I'd call him Bill, <laughs> and then I would want to be on his team because we know he yeah. cheats. He does so then cheat. We would win, not all the time though. And we would drink, and we would Can have you imagine fun. Imagine the stories. It'd be great. Oh, yeah, yeah. He can show us his underwear. I the, sure hope so. There's a great moment. Uh, they kicked out Mark Cherry because they they have like a they they have like a thread line for these um, charades, and um, Mark Cherry after like the 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 fourth um, whatever question or round, mm-hmm. he said, "Oh, these are all women uh, who were in the shower um, doing their hair." That was the theme, and everyone was like, "Mark Cherry, get the hell out!" Because <laughs> he's like, because everyone's like, "How the hell would you know that?" Right. Like, how would you get that? Yeah. And he was, tr- it was true, but it was like, what? But get out of here! So, um, anyway, well, keep working on that, Phil. Mm-hmm. 
What's that? Getting us to his house. We'll, we'll to work play on it. Um, so anyway, hope you guys enjoy that. Like I said, the, the full, you can get the full thing. And um, yeah, and hopefully we have him in here to talk Shameless uh-huh. with us. Um, you, if you thought Steve Howie was crazy, <laughs> in the best of ways. Right. Whew. Bill Macy is equally as crazy <laughs> in the best of ways. All right. Okay. That's all I got. Now we... Totally good. Do we have predictions or do we kind oh, of... Oh, I have one small prediction. Prediction. Okay. All predictions, right. please. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. predictions. All right. I'm going to predict a bad encounter with Chucky and Carl and the gun. Okay. I don't mm. know if Chucky's going to get shot, shoot somebody. That's all I got. It's going to backfire. Something. Carl's going to get shot. Mm-hmm. Mike, maybe some supremacists might have taught Chucky how to shoot. Mike cut off one of them cornrows. That might be the saver. Just go right through it. Oh crap! Yeah, <laughs> shit got real. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested in the Deb's storyline. Um, one of the things that they did pick up on was uh, Frank said, "Oh, they, they'll know that you like to have sex." And I actually have heard that where where guys say like, "Oh, that girl's got kids. She likes to fuck." <laughs> Where have you heard that? From guys. Your friends? Yes, sadly. Who are you hanging out with, Phil? Uh, she know Joe, our friend Joe. I'm not going to say that. Joe Gear. I'll say his I'm last name. I'm not going to say his last name. Joe Gear. I don't know you, Joe, hey, Joe. Gear, but he just threw you under the bus. Joe, if you're you listening. you sound like a real a-hole. <laughs> Joe's awesome, anyway. Um, okay, so you think... I you just that's just what you, you that's what you caught on to that's what I caught on to and, and um in terms of prediction obviously I, I really hope that they resolve this um the the housing situation and it will be interesting to see if it is Giannis's house I loved that mm-hmm. I think you know you said it earlier mm-hmm. but I think that's your best prediction of the night yeah, that was a good one yeah so because I didn't think about it I didn't either um and the, and the fact that Debs is going all in on on this whole idea of of marrying this like she had that switch because to go from Hal 900 to this guy because she was expecting another old guy and this and that and, and she her eyes went on him and so when to see him naked in that bathroom well she's she, already raped one guy that's so why it. not yeah. make it two that's right <laughs> I felt bad for the sick wife Can, yeah. is, is there any way that she would be able to convince the, the new guy that it's his kid I don't Right? Only if they have sex, like, uh, soon. Yeah. Mm. Right away. So we'll see. I hope not with that one. (laughs) We'll see. Those are pretty much much everything I was thinking. Okay. I don't really... I don't think I have another Mm. another prediction for the moment. Okay. Just interested to see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, just to tell you, we're coming back Monday officially? Yeah. Yeah. So everyone knows that Super Bowl Sunday can't tell can't tear the girls away from the football screen. It's a national holiday. It is. It truly is. So uh, rather than do America's it, day. yeah. Rather than do it Sunday, we're gonna do it Monday. Time TBD, but um, that's what we'll do. So we're not gonna, you know, if you if Monday morning we're not there on your queue, don't be like, whoa, what happened? They skipped an episode. No, no, no. We'll, we'll tweet it. Mm-hmm. We'll you know Instagram it. You guys, will, you can find it on social media. And if you um. You know, comment along with us on this page with this episode. We can even comment along there what date and time we'll be on. Mm-hmm. Or That's right. what time we'll be on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is there anything, uh, I was just thinking it would be fun to ask, 
Is there anything you specifically want the fans to comment on this week? Or is there anything you really want to know what the fans are thinking about? Was this, this too week? harsh for Giannis? No. Because, he, yeah, you know, the nice part is that Kevin didn't kill Giannis. Giannis killed Giannis. Mm-hmm. So that... Kevin just watched. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slowly and didn't do anything, didn't about, do it. anything <laughs> about it. But correct. He did. Yeah. Technically, you're right. He did. You know, that's the first instinct. It's, it's either stop, drop, and roll or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, good. So is it is it too harsh for Giannis? Was that all too too harsh? Yeah. Is this, you know... And is he actually dead, or is he just going to be like half face, you know? And as sad as that will be, again, it's it's a it, they make it into a comedy, so you can't help but laugh at <laughs> no matter what disability they they manage to throw in there. Right. So, we'll see. Anything you want want to know I, from I, the fans? Jump in. I mean, I think the Helene storyline for you guys, yeah. bit, you know. Yeah, I mean, you guys comment a lot about Debbie, um, and that that whole storyline. So would love to see still after this episode and after seeing her get her first sonogram you know whether your minds have changed about her not having a baby whether you think she could have the baby um you know all all that okay listen and, the fact that she thinks she could save up for our house listen yeah. you have no oh, idea so how a budget idea. No, works I, I mean she's not yeah. so naive so naive yeah. but your emotions do get part of the show where in that sense you don't technically want to be realistic you just kind of want it to work out for yeah, but again, it's more typical that we've seen where someone as a as a you know um, hopeful adolescent, you're thinking of oh I'm gonna go and invent the next Facebook, let's say, right? Sure. At least that's like an I don't know of many kids that aspire like I'm gonna be the best parent, yeah. teen parent in the history. And maybe it's because I haven't seen enough Teen Mom. Well, I was going to say, after that, that show. after that show, I think there was probably quite a few Which was girls so out there, weird. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought it would make them famous. or like, yeah, uh, yeah it was crazy. I, I don't know. I think my biggest question for you guys is, do you think both babies will make it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if not both, whose? And, you know, why you think that? Yeah. That's That would be my biggest question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than, I mean... We've covered a lot. Yeah. It was an exhausting night. I'm tired emotionally, physically. It's hot in here tonight. It's very hot in here. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. But otherwise... Oh, and Joyce couldn't be here because she's pawning off her ring. We convinced her that she can can get a couple of bucks, you know. Buy us more beer for next episode. Her wedding's off. Yeah, Joyce was under the weather tonight. We missed her. Mm -hmm. We missed her uh, innocence and (laughs) positive thoughts. But yeah, she'll be back next week. <laughs> I would have liked to have heard her reaction to Giannis. Yeah, we'll get him next week. <laughs> yeah. we'll ask, next yeah. week. So, Phil, where can uh, where can they find you on social media? The good people can follow me at AfterBuzz TV. I don't really tweet much on my own. You know, follow us there. Well, get and, with it, Phil. Yeah, that's why I come here. Listen to me here, and then follow you guys. Follow these people. Don't follow me. <laughs> JJ, where can they follow you? I'm at JJ Jurgens on Twitter and Jurgens JJ on Instagram. And Tom Girl Talk. I wasn't going to do it tonight. Throw you off. Throw you off. Her blog. <laughs> I've been with JJ on so many after shows. I usually do her yes. outro, which is just fun for me. <laughs> but yes, follow JJ. She's great. She has some amazing pictures. She was on the red carpet oh, at the SAG Awards. Thanks, That's Phil. Right. Thanks, Phil. She looked fun, beautiful. Fun. And I did see William H. Macy walk by, and I tried. But... What's going on in? Next yeah. time. You should, you should be like, Phil Street Tech, Phil Street Tech. I, I, I was going to go there. I was like, it was really, it was so quick. It was like. Ugh. Yes, but you'll be back. <laughs> you'll be back. 
And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Haley Clover. And uh, look out for that time for next week. That's right. But we'll see you next time. Goodbye, folks. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.